0: It's The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com
1: Welcome to Hour 2 of The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. Ashley was on hold and she just hung up while just about to put her through. So Ashley, if you're still available, she want to talk about slavery and religion, that's a sticky situation for black folks, because we don't want to question how the Bible was used to get us to submit and how the original, like the images of Jesus, like when we were given Christianity, we didn't automatically think like, Oh, Jesus must've been black. No, we were given an image of Jesus, which was remarkably similar to the image of our oppressor. Cause that makes a lot of sense. If you can put the literally put the fear of God in your subjects, it is so much easier to oppress them. And if you can liken the oppressor himself or herself to being God like that makes the institution of slavery durable because it lasted for a long time. Now, I know that there were rebellions, but overwhelmingly it was the economic mainstay of the colonies and of the United States, it was durable, It was almost a perfect system. The institution of slavery and religion to make the subject submissive because of the God given to you, not arriving with it. Because here's the thing. If we were Christians, they never would have enslaved us. Do you, you wonder why, like, the Italians didn't bring other Italians while the Italians didn't go to Germany, while the Germans didn't go to Portugal and disenslaved enslaved each other, beat each other up and then brought those people over. You ever wonder why they did that? Because Christians did not enslave other Christians. Like they killed each other, but they thought slavery was way more brutal and they couldn't make another Christian a slave. So they found people that were, quote unquote, uncivilized savages, meaning they weren't Christians. Those individuals were ripe for slavery. And I know what some of y'all are going to say. Slavery existed a whole long time ago, but not like this institution, not like it existed over here. Because we still know the residual and psychological and traumatic effects of slavery still right now to this day. And the Emancipation Proclamation was signed in 1865, 1863, actually. June 19th, 1865 is when the last human in bondage was told that they had been free for two and a half years. I know they were mad. You'd think that they would have asked for reparations if you were still on a plantation two years and six months after you were supposedly free, then all of that additional labor that you performed for 2.5 years after the Emancipation Proclamation legally and legitimately should have been compensated with cash or at least land. How do I say this name? Double AJ? Double AJ. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 Double AJ. Hey, I can hear you. All right. Now. All right, then. Now.
2: I, 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 I said, yeah, I'm going to be as brief as I can because I could talk all day on these subjects here. But I'm going to, like, I called you once before, and like I said, what our problem is, especially as black folks, because you we've been lied to for so long. Really, whole society has been lied to for so long when it comes to religion and, I guess, what I'm going to say, the, the creation of, of mankind. And I'm going to say this here. Especially speaking to us black folks, that we've been 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 kept from our history so bad. You know what I'm saying? We don't, you know, we from Africa. We don't we don't have no 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 record of what our ancestors really believed. And like I really believe, our ancestors, you know, um, as far as Christianity, like I said, that was thulled upon us. We didn't know nothing about no Christianity. You know, black people, our people in Africa, we were about nature. You understand? We realize the creator through nature. Watch, you know, watch the insects and everything. They learn through that. But I'm going to say what I think really that mess everything up is, like I say, everything is within the spirit. You understand? Because when you leave here, you know, earth, earth, ashes, 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 dust, dust, this body ain't going no place. Our spirit is going wherever the creator wants it to go. And I feel like this spirit of Satan Lucifer, whatever name you want to call him, his goal is to stop your spirit from going where the creator wants you to go at the end when when this when this journey through this life is over with. And by us not really knowing that, if we had been taught that from the beginning, instead of this you know all these religious stuff and everybody just worship one creator, love one another, and live in peace and harmony, and, and, and that's the way we were supposed to be living. Cause we were born in the image of the Creator. You know, we taught as young. We born in the image of God, and then they put the picture of the white guy up there. And that, when you think of image, that's the first thing people mostly think of—a of a, of a physical uh, presence. But our image is within the spirit: love, peace, harmony, kindness, truth. That's the spirit of the Creator. Opposite of that is the spirit of Lucifer, and that's what has come every day, over and over, this whole earth. The world, you know, everything just so much in turmoil. And like I said, what really brought it to my attention, because I always had been suspect of it, but really brought it to my attention was Trump. You understand? Because he lied too easy. That spirit of Trump, you know, he lied with no regret. You understand? So he don't believe in nothing. You understand? And so we're following behind the the doctrines. Like I hate to say the Christianity, and uh, and that's what got all, all our people and even the world, as far as I'm concerned, turned topsy turvy. Because, like I say, the teachings of Jesus is Father, I'm gonna say it's not even Christianity, because the teachings of Jesus. I've I, like I've, been, you know, I've traveled quite a few places. I talk with people, especially the you know the white Christians. And the first thing they say is Jesus. You know, he's the savior. You know, he saved you from your sin. I say, well, so what does that mean? Well, he died for you. He died for your sins on the cross. I say that don't even make no sense. So you mean to tell me? You understand? I could go around Earth, do anything I want, and then at the end, ain't nothing gonna happen to me. At the end, that don't make sense. You know, um, work um, faith without works is dead. So like I tell them, they tell me he's the savior because he died down the cross. I said, no. I say they the twisted the story on that. I say because the Father said Jesus didn't die on the cross. You understand? It didn't make no sense for him to die on the cross. Father, I'm concerned if that's just like you, I'm uh, um, sure. When if you are leading a whole lot of people, you telling me say, oh, you guys, we gonna you worship the Creator. Because the word God wasn't even in existence in that time. So I'm not I don't use that term I really don't know what that means. But he's telling everybody what you need to do once you get through this life, what happened on the other side. And his message was, like I tell people, he's the Savior. he was the savior because he said he was the savior because he came to simplify the law. And what the law was love the creator with your heart, soul, and mind, and do unto others as you do unto them. That's what Jesus taught. He didn't say nothing about dying on no cross, but they did twisted that to keep everybody off 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 message from doing what you were put here to do: worship the Creator, love each other. You know that's all we supposed to do. And at the end, you're gonna be judged by that and be someplace else. But like I said, I'm gonna be I'm gonna say this and cut it off. And how I think we got so twisted. And like I said, I hate to say it, but the white folks. And like I said, I heard you guys talk. I caught a segment the tail end of a segment a few weeks ago when you, you was t- when, when, I think it was, uh, um, Linda was saying, well, they got white folks, blue eyed and, um blonde hair, white folks in Africa. Uh, and, and she's right. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you, this is my thought, and I'm gonna be through with it. See, I think white folks, uh, are, are what you call, um, and it's nothing bad, a freaking nature. You know, I'm not saying that in, in, in no bad sense, but created, don't make no mistakes. And I think he created them. He let the create, the white folks be created. You understand to make a multi culture world. You know, uh, you know people. You can Google. Uh, uh, um, show me a black couple that birthed a white baby, and it come out blue eyes, blonde hair. Ain't no ambino, You understand? So I believe in the beginning. You understand that the Creator He let that let the the, the the white baby come out, and as time was to go on. We were supposed to enact, and it was just gonna wasn't gonna be no black people and was not gonna be it might have been just a few black people, but a few white people, but the worst of the world was gonna be multicolored. And I I our, 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 our job was to worship the Creator, get along, and once you check out of here, you know, what I'm saying, you look up in the atmosphere and in in the heavens, you see, you know, doggone you you crazy enough to think this is the only living beings in this in this universe, you well I, well, you you lost the real. You know, so we're gonna leave it I there, double AJ.
1: We appreciate your okay, my, prophecy. That's
2: not bad. Okay. Oh, that's all right. I appreciate
1: you. Thank you very much. Um, let's let's table that for a second. Let's talk to Tasha right now. Tasha, you're on one oh one seven the truth. Thank you for holding. How are you?
3: Uh-huh. I'm fine, thank you. Um my thing with religion is I, I question religion all the time because I just the things they do in the name of God
4: confuses me.
3: Like they were burning people on a stake because their hair was red or because their eyes were a certain color. And what is, what is actually a witch, you know? And I feel like if, if I was like really like still in Africa or something, I would probably be in the tribe and I think I would be a seer or something like that. I just, I don't feel like the religion they pushed to me is for me, you know? I just, I, I don't, I don't believe in a lot of it. Like they, they hold a lot of standards with well, a man robbed God yet. He robbed God and offers and tithes. Well, why do God need money? You know, it's, it's just stuff that, you know, you put your whole money in the collection plate and then people get evicted and all kind of stuff. And where, where are these pastors at? And then they're on the news screaming, like, why do we have to pay taxes? Well, I've never really see y'all do nothing for anyone. You know, and, and if you do, it's so quiet. It's not even like big on the front line, you know. So I, guess, right. I don't know. I feel like, you know, they it's, just robbed all the grandmas and took all their money, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's just I weird. appreciate
1: your <laughs> critical thinking on the idea of religion. Tasha.
3: Thank you so much.
1: All right, Tasha. Tasha said it took all the grandmas. Somebody brought up Al in the text messages, and I'll read those in a minute because, boy, we got some doozies. Al called in last week and asked a question and opened in the question. What, what did he say? Is the black church designed to keep women single? Is it designed to keep black women single? And so we talked about it when he called, but then I, I thought about it. And then I thought of that example, I think I told you the story, which I told this morning last week when Al called and asked that question, does the black church, is the black church purpose to keep the black woman single? And I told the story of a particular caller whose wife was just mesmerized and hypnotized by the gift of gab of the pastor of their church and was taking money out of the family bank account and giving it to the pastor fell in love with the pastor. She was sleeping with the pastor and then the pastor moved his mission to Arizona and she went with him and she left her husband and her family. And then I, earlier I talked about this young woman who came forward to talk about how she was vulnerable and pastor Kenneth Locke took advantage of her and also other vulnerable women. I don't know that woman who did that Instagram post, but I know of two other women that fawn and dote over Kenneth Lot again, young African American women, very impressionable, very vulnerable also under this spell cast by this particular pastor. Now, could it be their carnal desires for him, but also can't understand if, and I have my interpretation of what a person of God is. It's modest. It's quite conservative. You lead by example. I never saw images of, then some pastors are women in other religions where they're scantily clad and taking selfies, wearing bikinis. I've never seen that when it's a woman of faith, but this particular pastor of Evolved Church has got shirtless selfies and pictures of him when he's working out muscles, rippling tattoos, just to show it. There's something about that. Cause I just know too much about, the sinister nature of some of the churches in our community were some pastors. There's less now, but back in the day, a lot of them were ex-dope dealers and ex-pimps. And the skill set that they learned by manipulating people who have addiction, which are vulnerable people, right? Because there's people in church pews who are vulnerable and who also have addiction that are looking for something. They want some kind of guidance, some kind of spiritual guidance. And the pastor is a perfect person to provide that spiritual guidance. Some of them were pimps and they use the gift of gab cuz you got to have a strong mouthpiece. You got to have serious game to get a vulnerable woman to sell her body and give you the money. That's a manipulation that most people can never understand, but if you have that skill set to make a woman sell her body and give you the money, you can manipulate other vulnerable people through the book, through the Bible. And through that gift of gab. like don't think it doesn't happen because here's the crazy part. I know y'all know that it happens. You just don't want to think about it. Let's talk to Miss Rose. You're on 1017 the truth. How are you?
4: Oh, fine, fine, fine. You know what? I'm so glad. I think now I can take a chance in sharing a thought process of what if. Number one, the term servant and slave are two separate terms. and then though back in the days of the of your, Servant was sharing. It was not, and they're trying to supplement slave as a term for servant so that people get used to accepting this term of slave. What if, now I'm going to ask, I know this is going to be weird, what if Jesus Christ never existed? What if the, the, our ancestors who studied the Spirit of the Lord in all of us, that all of us are Jesus Christ. Was a male or female. That, that uh, the person was put down to just control others. What if the real relationship of the spirit of the Lord is when you're born and that spirit comes into you and you have everything that tells you what is right and what is wrong? In other words, we, I believe, have been many times misled by individual human being who wanted to maintain control and that all the christian churches and i'm going to say this and its going to get somebody upset do not exist in reality that they were fabricated for controlling individuals and if you look at the history of everything that goes all the way down in the way they're dealing because how can you be so-called what they call a christian and do what they do under the name of religion. They had wars fighting the name of religion. And you stop and think, if you're supposed to love, then how can you hate? And therefore, that means that the truth of what spirit of the Lord is has nothing to do with the evilness of human beings who took it as a basis to control people. What do you think about that
1: thought process? I think that's a lot, Miss Rose. And I just was gonna <laughs> let you uh like explain yourself and give your point of view, but I don't even know where I would dive in on what you just said. Especially the part where what if Jesus didn't exist? But I so I do think that there is some Some inherent good and inherent evil in all people and religion can speak to both of those things. But sometimes the inherent evil that we know that exists in people can also exist in religion because it exists in people. So I'm just I'm going to pause my commentary because I got to take a break and I have another caller online. So maybe I'll give my sentiments once I hear from more people and we get like some themes and what the answers and comments are toward the end of the show. Well,
4: say I just wanted to share that with you and let you know that you're, I think you're on the right road of thought process. Thank you, Ms. So Rose. If, 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 right, so far.
1: It's always a caveat with you, but I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Okay, dear. You oh, have man. a blessed day. She usually just yells at me. I, she said, what if Jesus don't exist? Well, then, whose birthday am I celebrating no Christmas? Why am I doing all this shopping on Amazon if he never existed? It better be somebody's birthday. All the money I spent on Christmas. Y'all putting up trees, putting lights on them. Some of y'all got your trees still up. It better be somebody's birthday. All the money I spent on Amazon and Jesus may not have existed. I want my reparations back from Amazon. I spent at least, I probably spent on Christmas gifts in my whole life, at least $90. I spent at least $90 on Christmas gifts my whole life. I'm going to take a break, come back and talk to, this person that's online won. The truth with Sherwin Hughes will be back shortly.
0: The truth with Sherwin Hughes returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017 TheTruth.com. More of The Truth with Sherwin Hughes is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017 TheTruth.com.
1: CJ says he was clapping cheeks. We don't know if any cheeks were actually clapped. I know that no cheeks were clapped, nor was anybody harmed in the making of this radio program. Good morning, Vanessa. Creation Muse says, Man will also do the same for women they like. Go above and beyond. Manipulate sounds so negative, though it can be a positive. King Ringo says, I can't wait till Al chimes in on this. Creation Muse says, The problem is people not acknowledging the good and bad nature of men, and especially Women power is usually a man's best ability. Manipulate is usually a woman's best ability by nature and creation. Vanessa says, very touchy subject. Glad we're having this discussion. Blessed too says, you know, it's coming. King Ringo. Barbara says, don't say cometh, just say come as I was referring to the unique language in the Bible. Creation Muse says, how could you not read one of the most popular pieces of literature in the history of mankind Bible just saying for what? Just because everybody else is. So I can find a Bible verse that relates to my life on that particular day and then indoctrinate myself into nothing into something that I can't prove. Black people and those of African descent are the only ones that don't believe that all life originated from Africa. And when you interject the Bible, you cannot believe in creationism or creationism does not allow you to believe in evolution. Evolution says we are all human beings. They all come from us. And what a previous caller said, skin color, hair, texture, and eye color, especially those who evolved where human beings were never supposed to evolve in northern climates north of the equator. That's a genetic mutation to adapt to the environment of a colder climate where vitamin D and UV rays are less plentiful. It is, in fact, a genetic mutation. All life, all human forms evolved from right around the equator. We have to understand that because then the whole idea of racism is explained much better. It's just jealousy. We created civilization. We were engineers. We were architects. They are so mystified by the building of the pyramids that they just resigned to the fact that aliens built them. No, we did. And they were set out to destroy the greatest civilization that has ever walked the face of the earth. All human beings are descended from us, but black people can't believe that and also believe Adam and Eve. They cannot coexist. It literally is one or the other. Like There's not even a compromise. Either you believe in evolution or you believe in creationism. If you believe in evolution, then you know and understand scientifically, biologically and genetically all life stemmed from Africa where we are from. Why do you think they've wanted to kill us so bad and use us so bad? And use us to build a country because we are the only ones equipped to do it. And they found a little loophole. We also weren't Christian. That's it. Once you understand that, once that is taught in schools, racism has no place because it simply cannot exist. It is just a myth. It is not real. All life evolved. And you don't got to believe a word that I say. There's this thing called mitochondrial DNA that exists in every single human being. Every human being has it. Even some of you that probably shouldn't have, you all have the same mitochondrial DNA. I got it. Rhea's got it. Kyle has it. Tori Lowe has it. Carrie has it. Melanie has it. Dr. Ken has plenty of it. Denise has it. Telly has it. Zach Benjamin. Alex has it. That means we all have the same common mother and they can trace this mitochondrial DNA to a primate like life form from the Olduvai Gorge in Africa. That's where all of us came from, and you can't, we can deny it because it's an uncomfortable truth because for some reason, human beings don't want to think that we evolve from primates, but we still act like primates. Yeah, we do. We're still barbaric. We still kill each other. We still do things that make absolutely no sense considering how smart we are, but then here comes the Bible, and we just erase all of that. When we embrace that, we give all of the power to them and take it all away from us. Let's talk to Linda. You're on 1017 the truth. How are you?
5: I am well. Thank you. Good morning, Professor Sherwin. Good morning, good commenter Brand, and good morning to all the good black and white people of Milwaukee. Listen, this is wonderful. I love this topic and um, you know, I've been studying since 1314 and uh but I, I it's so complicated, it's so diverse and um I'm gonna say this that uh, um double A was like ninety nine percent on it. Ninety nine because um what he was referring to is Ma'at as the virtues that uh, our ancestors um established when as far as a spiritual system and what he was trying to describe in the words of our ancestors is the medu netter, and we being the Neteru, Because our ancestors did not, um, you know, worship a figure, uh, they, they, uh, their spiritual system en- encompassed the sun, as in Amen ra uh, as in the giver of life. And then they studied nature as in um, animals of the sky and the land, and they wrote everything down. And, like you said, they set the example by being the first to establish humanity, civilization, governance, and social norms. And when they were taught this in the University of Timbuktu, uh, they decided after fifteen, twenty years of studying, oh, we're gonna make, we're gonna make this like, you know, look like us, our God look like us. So they transformed it all, and and it, and that's where we are today. But um, I like to say that when someone called and said, asked about witches. Um, which come from a term that, uh, that, the white men gave women who were lesbians. And, um, and so they would burn them for doing that. And so what the lesbians would do was seduce these men and, and cut off their, you know, Linda their, Wade,
0: their where you get
3: that from, Linda, <laughs> you made yeah, that up. This is- yeah,
5: no, I didn't. No, I didn't.
3: This is. I thought history. witches were That's just like
1: women that use like science. To and they were
5: yourself, guys. Everybody has different
1: information on but, the subject. Everybody believes something different. Yeah, about
5: they this were, whole. Yeah, witches. This is the history of witches. But I let me keep going because I want no, to. No, you can't keep going. Then you got to
1: wrap it up because I got to take a break and I got another call <laughs> waiting.
5: So oh, you... OK. Because, yeah, because uh, but some people are born with chemical imbalance. Right. And oh, so don't I know we're it. all born so so this is where like we all have the 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 the, the tendency to do evil because we all have that in us but some of us you know lean towards that dark side of the soul and that's where we have all this violence and aggression and murder and sadness
1: because of the chemical imbalance linda are your chemicals balanced are they imbalanced what's your chemicals like
5: well, see, now there you go. There's no black and white. It's all gray. Chemical imbalances can be all gray or can be very profound. But I think that because, you know, as, as a black woman, uh, you know, being born into a racist country and then having to be born into a parents who are, you know, traumatized from that, we're all, you know, because I, I, I mean, you know, it's it's so deep it's so deep. Humanity is so deep in how we can, um, you know, go left, go right, do good or do bad in the twinkling of an eye. You know, that's why it's so, when you say trauma is so overused, I think it's a, it's a term that should be discussed. And that's what we're doing in order to get to the understanding of it. But trauma is so, uh, it's so easy to, to happen to your mind. And so, um, with spirituality, though, I think that uh, we, as in Jesus being black, was, he was black, as the pictures show, and, and when, 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 when Simeon was asked to carry that cross, I think that uh, we took on a lot of the burdens that Jesus suffered on the cross. And that's why we suffer through humanity, throughout humanity.
1: Black people or all people suffer?
5: No, I think that uh, black people, as we know, is the stepchild of humanity, and I think that we we suffer that because of some I don't know racism. Uh, but
1: that's that's the only reason why black people are colonized and so like that's the that's. But I'm
5: just saying the, the symbolism reason. of a black man helping Jesus to carry that cross. I think it's. Symbolizes something in the diaspora of Black people in this world.
1: All right, thank you, Linda. That was prophetic.
5: Thank you. Okay, bye, bye, Linda. Bye, bye. All right.
1: Okay, so that's I don't know what happened there. That was I know it was a brother named Simeon. Who I went to school with a brother named Simeon. Actually, I don't. Okay, I had to take a break now. How do we get here? Going back to Bob's original question. You were listening. Oh, there he is. There he is. All right, we're going to take a break, come back, and there's some people on hold we're going to talk to. The truth with Sherwin Hughes will be right back.
0: Don't touch that dial. The truth with Sherwin Hughes will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: Oh, hello, Dion.
6: What's going on, How are you doing? I'm
1: good. How are you?
6: Oh, I'm doing all right, thanks for asking. So, my whole thing is with God and religion. Well, can I can barely hear you, Dion. Are you on speakerphone
1: or on Bluetooth?
6: No, I'm talking to you. Can you hear me better now? No. Let me be
1: where where are you? Hold on.
6: Can you hear me better now? That's better. Okay. If I have to put the phone right here, but the whole thing that I be saying, like when I ask people that's real spiritual, whatever, is how is this there's a God? like was he just floating out there all these years and this one day woke up and decided they was gonna create the earth? And then, like, when Bob was saying something about Noah, I guess that's what he was trying to say. Well, the, the earth was destroyed again, so you mean to tell me every living being on the earth was destroyed, and Noah, so we all was in access, and that's how it was started over again. Like, if you really logically think about it, you know, I try to explain to people, like, like where did it all come from? Like, if you think about it if, with the devil, they don't never say in the Bible that God created the devil. They don't say, be like, created Satan. But then Satan is the root of all evil to everybody. So, but the people, we are so indoctrinated with it that we don't question it. You understand what I'm saying? It's like when I heard Linda talk that she was talking about a guy carrying a frost. It's still, it's still reverting back to things that was taught to us. Why ain't nobody found Noah bones? Ain't nobody found, uh, what's his name? Peter, Paul, Matthew, Luke, John. John the Baptist, his head supposed to got cut off. Why ain't nobody found their bones, their grave some type of marker to say, hey, these people was here. But we don't question that because we've been so indoctrinated every day. We believe in angels. So I'd be like, angels are angelical beings, they're human beings like us. And I said, so if God created the angels, then why do he need to create us? Or even just, like I use that terminology, he. Well, I'm a he, and when you say him, the father, this, that, and the other, it refers to as a male. So does God have male genitals like you and I? You know, so it it just don't make no sense. And the only reason I believe is because they've been indoctrinated in me. And I believe that it's something else out there that's bigger than us. You understand what I'm saying? But I don't. I don't like for people to be like, well, bless you and and this, that, and the other. Don't don't bless me. Don't pray for me. Don't do none of that. It's I'm gonna be okay. You know. And that's all I had to say. And Sherwin, don't. I'm, I'm not on paper, Sherwin. I haven't been on paper extended supervision since 2010 well now how
1: come you don't so, vote Dion? but you want to ask for a pardon from a democratic governor
6: well listen I'm, no I'm i ain't gonna them. listen man i gotta, I gotta
1: go well, oh work. now you I gotta go, go. yeah
6: i gotta
1: go all right good luck on your pardon take it easy okay now nah, you're gonna need references i need a letter I'm i gonna, know yeah, you do you want them too i know
6: I talked to Michelle about it because I seen her at uh Walmart the other day, so she better
1: not give you a letter of recommendation. I'll call Michelle right now and tell her not to, hey, not till you vote.
6: I could call I could call her, her
1: too. Yeah, who you think she more mm. likely to listen to? Come on, dog. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, dog. Going, come on, man. I gotta right. go. I gotta go. Take it easy. Okay. Talking about he needed a letter of recommendation. I'll recommend the opposite. Hello, Al. Many people have been anxiously awaiting your call.
7: Oh, hey, what's up? And today is Tuesday. It's going to be hot, and I hope all y'all go out there and do everything you big enough to do, and please use your middle name. Um, Moving forward, um, he who controls the religion controls the people. And then also we got to understand, it says in the book, Love Thy Neighbor, but how are you going to say, love thy neighbor, but you brag on genocide? If you brag on genocide, Jesus Christ, Caesar, Bujaya, whoever, and continue to follow your faith, if you brag on genocide, they was never your neighbor. Also, it says in there, find good in everybody. But when it comes to the devil, it automatically said, takes, It says, take a detour. See, that sends a kind of red flag, because, you know, the devil was the closest to Jesus. And a lot of times when they tell you don't talk to a certain person, that's because the person they tell you not to talk to, find something, know something about this person they don't want you to know. And then on top of this, they say Jesus was black, so let's go there. How can you be black and you got all the power to kick everybody out of heaven, but then when you come to people who look like you, you have absolutely no power? And then when you look in the book, everything that's black is supposed to be negative, a slave, you got to be a good Christian. Master can beat on you, but there's nothing in that Bible that says it's a sin to be rich and be white. But everything that deals with a black person, it has to be something negative. And you have to live by their own scripture and their wording, you know. So I, that sends a lot of red flags, you know, and I understand people follow their, their, their faith, but to me, in order for people to, you know, think outside the box, you got to give God back, and you have to look at life a different way, because it doesn't cost you nothing, and you don't have to be nothing to be a good person, just do from your heart, like they have all this stuff with Sodom and Gomorrah, it was a whole lot of things going down in the Bible, you had Rahab, Jezebel, hiding the people in the chariots when they was messing around. We know lesbianism was a big fact, uh, uh, a big fetish in the Bible. Also, they don't talk about it. We're going to use basic common sense. You know there was tons of of STDs in the Bible, everything. And there was no antibiotics, no penicillin or nothing. But we have this thing as everything's supposed to be gloomy and self-right and so righteous. But if this power is so strong, why do this person allow for it to exist on earth? And keep in mind that old wise sin, in order for you to be valuable to me, you have to be about my convenience. I always say in order you to be valuable, because you are valuable, it shouldn't be about convenience. It should be about you being a good person. And so so for those reasons, that's why I push back on the Bible a lot of time, because it has done a lot of damage to a lot of people and it didn't you know save a lot of people too but i just wanted to call and you know give that because i'm going to live my life i'm not walking on eggshells i want y'all to live your life too but ask yourself this question the mansion in the streets the mansion in heaven and the streets of gold who built that mansion and who built those streets of gold because anything that deals with gold deals with slaves and even today everybody else got their mansion but they telling you, you got to wait to die to get it and pick cotton and clean guy toilets. So I'm just going to leave it at that. And I want you all to have a good day. And then I call you back and ask you about something else.
1: Tomorrow. No, I, you about said you was going to call what? yesterday. You said on Friday, so I'm going to call you on Monday because you had a controversial topic.
7: Well, the controversial topic is, is we're throwing up a lot of low income housing in the inner city. Okay. And we also know that with low income, with, um, Affordable housing, it's a bougie word for low income. Okay. You can look at the blinds. When you look at the uh, capital, capital was a drag strip. Titonia, they baseline, they shoot up and down Titonia. Um, I've seen people almost get ran over and hit. So basically what they're doing, they are localizing certain group of people, right? And, and so black people are going to have to suffer, and they're going to be oppressed. So what I was going to ask you is with the way of everything that's going on, do you feel the society that oppressed black people who look like them? Do you feel this society is the new white supremacy to blacks, considering the people that's doing everything within the city look just like them? Because pretty much are, they're oppressing their own people. You know, so that's what I was going to ask you, because some people don't want to touch the topic. They said, I'm not touching that, you know. And so I said, well, let me bring it up. So I said, since the things that's happening to us Uh and the people look like us.
1: So black people oppressing other black people is the new white supremacy. So the new white supremacy is black oppression on black people. No,
7: the new white supremacy is NIGGA. That's the new white supremacy to blacks. Because they're doing it to each other. And it's and it's to the point now that black people are not coming out the house.
1: So black people who's the N N I G G A? So black people and NI who's oppressing who? The N I G G A is or prote- or
7: uh, is is oppre- oppressing the, the black the N- people. N- I- Go ahead. Yes, now. they're they the new white supremacy to the to our to our community. Because everything that's going on in our community is being done by them. And then we got these people oh. I call and I, I, and what's going on is we I, and again, excuse my delivery for this i call it the bloody tampon mentality okay and so what we do is we give an excuse for their actions but we don't come up with no solution
0: what does that got to so do with a bloody tampon
7: well what happens what happens to that tampon when it gets bloody they pull it out and they put in a new one okay so when you do, so when you look at what's going on we are going to just make excuses but we're just going to throw it away so what's going on right now in our communities? that NIGGA is the new white supremacy. All right, yeah. L- that's a lot. Damage. You gave me a lot
1: to chew on. And I gotta take a break. So I I got the gist of your okay. controversy. I'm gonna chew on that while I'm Thank you. taking a break, and then Thank I'll you. come back. All right, then. all right. Thank you. He could have described that a different way. All right. Well, I asked him what his controversial topic was, and he told me. So, I need to think about that for the next three minutes, and I'll be right back.
0: The Truth with Sherwin Hughes returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth App, and 1017TheTruth.com. It's The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth App, and 1017TheTruth.com.
1: I don't know if I have the bandwidth to unravel the great N-word debate. There are human beings in our society that are adversely impacted by the way our economic system is set up. Capitalism puts a lot of people at a disadvantage. And if you can be ostracized and oppressed and disrespected and treated poorly because of the color of your skin or your country of origin, you will have even less. But because we have a society in which we do exhibit some collectivism, so we go to work, we pay taxes. If you own property, you pay taxes. And there is money that is collected from citizenry to help improve the lives of everyone in our community. We sometimes take some of that money and we invest it in the people who have been left behind either because of the failures of capitalism plus racism, prejudice, bigotry, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'll use the example of low income housing. Well, we have a crisis with affordability, because everyone cannot make enough money to keep up with inflation and just the rise in costs of things. so if there are people who live in areas that have been cut off from the best amenities, they haven't had the best education because their schools are underfunded. Their neighborhoods don't have a plethora of family sustaining jobs. So there's a tremendous amount of poverty. Now you got to keep in mind, those things will create a culture and we're familiar with that culture because that culture creates uh, movies poetry, literature, and music. So we know that when people go without in a nation of plenty, it creates a disparate kind of culture. And the question is, well, what are we going to do with those people? And I can see some folks saying, well, I made it. I came from the same situation. You know, I'm black, I'm brown. I came from a different country and I worked very, very hard. And I'm seeing my tax dollars go to other people that look like me that just don't want to work as hard as I did. And so this is where the divide comes in but that is actually how it is supposed to work. That is how the system maintains itself because people, there's always going to be people that are going to make it. There's always going to be people that are going to be successful, but here's where it's tricky. Not everybody can. You may have come from a disadvantaged situation, but you had something, you had help, you had assistance, you had a family where you were loved and they instilled confidence in you and you were able to see and pursue opportunities that someone that did not have those things, In their developmental environment, some people might have had tremendous amounts of abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, verbal abuse, uh, emotional abuse, which did not equip them to have the confidence to go and seize opportunities like you did. And so what we shouldn't do is look down upon those people. But I get it because you want to compare yourself to them because you look like them. You share a race with them. You share a culture with them. But everyone's situation is unique. But I get it. The people that worked really, really hard to achieve something. You're very angry when there are people that are similar to you that didn't work as hard as you to achieve what you have. And so you have this division. Amongst the people who are still under the same umbrella of oppression, it just looks different. And when those groups are at odds and when they disagree the people that created the entire umbrella of the system, get off scot-free. And that's the simplest way I can describe. it. And I got to keep in mind, women are involved in this as well because women are a majority population, but minority in status. And women are on both sides of this. Women, depending upon the race can be oppressed and oppressor, which makes it even more complicated. But I don't think that the, as Al described it, the NIWGAs are not the new white supremacists. It says we are trying to navigate our way through helping people and resourcing people that have been left behind because of the failures of this system. I shouldn't even say the system fails because America was never supposed to be fair. Where was it ever written in any law? And in the Constitution, now, like on paper, yes, certainly it's everything is supposed to be fair. Like, I can't say, oh, I don't like you because the color of your skin or your sexual orientation. I'm not going to hire you because so, that would be illegal. I'm going to say, well, I'm not going to hire you because you're not qualified, even though you're not hiring them because of the color of their skin or their sexual orientation or their country of origin, you see. So on paper, there's the appearance, the apparition, the veneer of fairness. But in practice, human beings are Bigoted, prejudiced, racist, nationalist, fascist are all of those things. But the toughest thing to navigate is trying to repair the divisions that weren't even created by the people that are divided. I'm going to pause there and we'll start the top of our three with our very own poet laureate, Mr. J.D. Masters. Stay tuned for that. The truth was Sherwin Hughes will be right back.